0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBN Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. On today's episode, I'm sharing with you three of my very own personal tips to help you increase conversions, whether you are doing a presentation, whether you are selling a course in a webinar, or whether you are providing someone with a download, a freebie, if you will. After a podcast, a video, or whatever it is that you're doing in terms of your content. So stay tuned. We're going to have a good time today. It's going to be me and you. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey. Not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right, guys, recently I was um, a speaker, one of five, um, six if you include the um, person who was actually hosting the event because she did speak for about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, But I was uh, one of the speakers, one of five, like I said, and prior to um, showing up for this engagement, I have been doing a buttload of research on sales copy, converting um, uh, webinars, creating masterclasses. I've worked with content writers I've read books, I've researched online, all these different things. Um, Don't know if you can gather yet, but I'm one of those people who will just get down in the trenches and get it done and learn it um, versus, um, you know, having, you know, having someone do it for me primarily because I like to understand what's happening in my business and I don't want to hire someone to do something that I'm not quite familiar with, you know, because people can take advantage of you that way. I hate to sound cynical, but we all know it's true. Anyway. So back to the story at hand. I was a speaker at this event, like I said, 105. And I have been doing all of this research for an upcoming course that I'm about to launch. So, let me just do a little plug. As November 21st from 12:30 to 1:30, I will be hosting my very own masterclass called How to Make More Strategic Decisions guaranteed to grow your business with my three steps to using your personal brand more effectively. So that is my little plug for, um, the masterclass. I will definitely have the link to that down below, but that's neither here nor there because the purpose of this story is to tell you what I learned while I was doing all that research, while I was working with my content writer. Um, so I like to share. I don't like to get stuff and then hold on to it. So I wanted to come on here today um, and share with you exactly what I learned so that you can too begin to make. It's real guys. That was my doorbell from my phone. (laughs) So funny. Um, I thought I had put my phone on silent anyway. So what I was saying was, I wanted to give you the benefit of what I've learned. When I go through all of that trouble to tap into new ideas, learn about new concepts and ways of doing things, I like to share them because my primary goal with my business is to provide you with the foundation of what you need to really connect yourself to your business. And so some of the services that I provide, I am able to do because I have gone through the time and energy and effort to learn how to do them for myself so that I wouldn't have to pay someone. And guys, this is a great idea if you have the time, but sometimes you don't have the time and you don't have the money and you need to make that dollar quickly so that you can pay your bills. And so when I learn something new, I'm out there trying to share it with people because I know what it's like um, to really want your business to grow and you want people to see how valuable you are and how difficult that can be when you don't have the funding. And guys, we can do a whole show on crowdfunding and uh, we can do a whole show on venture capital. Um, And so if you guys want to hear that, make sure you leave a comment below. We'll get into that in 2020. We sure will. I've got some people who are going through it right now. And who are uh, actually able to um, help you with that. So if you want to know about that, let me know. But anyway, the point is, in my research and time and effort, I have learned these three tips that I want to share with you today um, about how you can increase your conversions. Now, in my research, what I found was it doesn't matter whether it is a presentation you're doing, which is I'll talk about my presentation And how I used it, it doesn't matter if it is a uh, webinar that you are hosting, it doesn't matter if it is uh, some sort of a freebie that you are giving away, like I mentioned earlier. So I'm going to dive right in, um, grab a pen and paper, but you know what? Don't even do that. Just download this episode and then guess what? You can have it all the time. And if you haven't already, subscribe to PBN Style because we're offering tons of information like this on a regular basis. um, And it's a great way for you to really start to look at yourself and find that clarity Um, so that you can be more consistent in the way you develop your content, the way you work with other people, and you can do it with authenticity because it's important for you to be you um, in your business. So, all right, the first thing that I learned was you're not really there to teach, whether it's a presentation, whether you're doing a blog post, whether you're doing a um, video. The goal is not necessarily to teach if you're doing a webinar, especially, because I know I've gotten into that habit. One of the reasons that sparked me doing all this research in the first place was because I have about six or seven courses that I've created. Um, and I've only attempted to launch one of them. And this was years and years ago when I was doing fashion styling. And at that time, I had no idea that there was an actual process. And I didn't know that, you know, there, was, there were some steps that really needed to be followed and some groundwork that needed to be laid. It wasn't a matter of creating this course and then just throwing it out there and the people would just grab it. And so when I realized that was the case, that was sort of what started this quest. And so it's been an ongoing learning experience for me over the past probably five or six years. So you're about to get the benefit of like some serious um, research here. But the first thing I learned that is you're not teaching you're not there to teach people. You're actually there to help them sort of face these beliefs that they've had all this time about themselves, about their product, about whatever it is, about their problem. And you're you're there to sort of help them face it and then help them change the idea and give them a better belief. Or in another way you could put it, you're help you're there to help them overcome their own objections for whatever it is they're doing. Now, yes, you might definitely have the solution to the problem. Absolutely. But your goal during this particular moment, not, I mean, your goal in this particular moment of your webinar, of your presentation, of your blog post um, is not to teach them or give them the answer to their problem. Your goal is to help them understand and face what caused the problem in the first place and how that idea of doing it that way needs to change. Okay. That's, that's the goal. All right. So I'm sure you've heard this saying you should teach a person how to fish and not give them the fish, right? That's the mentality you should have under this lesson that I'm telling you about here is that you want to teach them how to fish in terms of you want to teach them that they're issue that they're having needs to be addressed. There needs to be something different happening and that the reason they keep running into that wall is because they keep doing the same thing and that this idea, this concept, this belief system they have about or surrounding this thing needs to change. And so you can go about in your presentation, in your webinar, showing them that the belief system they have. Shouldn't be that belief system, but it should be this belief system, this belief system that is going to help them solve their problem. All right. Now, what does this do? In not teaching people or not giving them the answer right away, you are prolonging your experience with them. So you are developing a reputation as being someone who really knows what they're talking about and understands and can relate to your audience. And that builds relationships. And when you build a relationship, um, the next possible phase is is rapport and people begin to really trust what it is you're saying. And make decisions from what you're saying. And they share you with other people. And loyalty is formed. And so all of that comes from spending time with them. So you want to have that quality relationship building time. So that's why you're not teaching. Have you ever been, I can speak for this because I talk a lot, talk way too much. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. I know it to be so. But sometimes I find myself trying to solve someone's problem when really all they wanted me to do was listen. Husbands, you might be able to relate to this because I know my husband does it sometimes. I'll come in the house like just wanting to just do a verbal dump. I really don't need any input. I just want him to listen. And sometimes he tries to solve the problem. As a matter of fact, last night he said to me, I kind of, he thought I was being clipped with him and I really wasn't. And he was like, well, honey, I just, I'm just trying to help. I don't want, I'm not trying to solve it. I just want to know like, what is it that you need? (laughs) And it was so funny. Because we were both, it was a miscommunication. But the point is, sometimes we want to solve people's problems and we jump in and we start offering all these different solutions. And that can turn people off because sometimes they just want you to listen. And so because we're not teaching, if we're not going to, the goal is not to teach, but to overcome objections or to help them see what they believe is not necessarily what's going on, um, help them see a broader picture, a different way of doing things. Um, what happens is you're spending that time with them and you're developing that reputation as being someone who doesn't just like, you know, push you away or try to give you the answers and solve your problems or tell you what to do, um, or convince you or be too salesy, whatever, you know, verbiage you have heard in the past, but you're actually spending time with them, developing this relationship and building rapport. So like I said, this weekend, I spoke at an event and there were like, three out of the five speakers, um, I knew, and we had worked with and built rapport with. And what happens is when you do that, now, granted, we weren't solving each other's problems, although one of them, two of them actually, um, have been a coaching client of mine, um, to some degree or another. But, um, the point of that is that we were, we have built this rapport. And now whenever either of us have anyone like have an event and we need speakers, we're we're kind of the first people that we call because we know that we can trust them to provide quality content. We know that we can trust them to um, uh, be on time and be professional and all the things that you want to be associated with. But that happened over time. We built a report. We weren't trying to solve each other's problems and compete with one another. One does finance. One is um, uh, a business coach and um, yeah, the three of us. And then one of them is a marketing strategist. And so we weren't trying to solve each other's problems. We just worked really well together because we listened. We've sort of pointed out some of the things that were happening in both in all of our businesses and said, "You know what? You know, here's kind of where I am. This is kind of where I was when that was happening to me." And you, we met each other where we were, and we sort of held our, held each other's hands and moved each other forward together. So that's what happens when you're not teaching, but you are helping people to face the bad behaviors that they already have or the bad belief systems that they already have. And you're sort of showing them a new belief system. That's not necessarily the answer to the problem, but it's just a new belief system that will get them to the answer. So, um, when you are creating your content presentation course, whatever the case may be, um, the idea (laughs) is to provide information that overcomes your audience's, objections about the techniques that they're using or the concepts that they will eventually be teaching. So you want to sort of nip that stuff in the bud early, Um, i.e., one of the things that I'll be talking about in my webinar um, masterclass is there are these these symptoms of what I call no personal branditis. That's a disease that I came up with. (laughs) And there are symptoms that I can show you, I can point them out to you, just like if you go to your doctor and you are saying to your doctor, my knee hurts or my you know, my finger is stiff or whatever the case may be, that is a symptom of a larger issue. And so the larger issue for me that I'm telling people about is no personal branditis. You have it if you have these symptoms. So I'm not necessarily teaching you how to develop a personal brand in the webinar, but I am actually teaching you how to switch those belief systems so that some of those symptoms you're feeling, you're having can be minimized. So I hope that makes sense. Anyway, (laughs) all right. So now the next tip that I wanna share with you that I have learned that I really, really want you to get is that you shouldn't undervalue yourself. I think what happens is we tend to want to get the business. And so we will work really hard to learn a skill to um, perfect our delivery and all of these things, but we want the business so we will lower our price and we will undervalue what it is we have to offer. And that leads to so many other things, like it's a rabbit trail that we just do not want to get and go down. But it happens when we are trying to get that business, when we are first starting out. We want to catch every dollar we can catch. But trust me when I tell you, I've tried this over and over again, it sets you back. It really sets you back when you do that. It's one thing to understand your value and put a price tag on it that you can really um, be excited about and then if you feel a need to provide scholarship opportunities or (laughs) that's what I'm calling them um, by way of discounting your service because it's maybe someone that has extenuating circumstances and you really want them to be able to benefit from what you're offering that's one thing but to actually set the price low where you're leaving money on the table just because you're afraid that people will not want to pay what you think you deserve or just because you think that the people you are trying to serve can't afford it that is not a good thing you do not want to undervalue yourself um I do it I've done it all I've done it you know in the past and I'll tell you a story here in a little bit about what happened this weekend because it was really funny because a couple of these ladies that were there um have been some of them like I said were clients of mine or I've worked with them a couple of times and uh <laughs> it's a funny story I'll tell you in a minute but anyway so here's the thing even when two one of two things are going to happen okay so because even when I couldn't afford something for my business and there are still things that I cannot afford in my business I would love to have Um, there are marketers or influencers that I would love to take their courses and like really dive into the the meat of their products and services, but I just, you know, don't want to put the money into them for whatever reason. But here's what I've found to happen. One of two things, if it, in my case, um, I would either do it anyway and I might find the money, if it didn't come straight from my business account, I might go to my household account and just bite the bullet on it, you know, um, and take it from that budget versus my business budget, just so I could get it done. Now, if you're someone whose um, uh, personal budget and budget and business budget is the same budget, I definitely understand that, um, then maybe it's a situation where you would just stop doing one thing in order to do the thing that you feel is going to make you money ultimately. Um, And so that's, that's one of the things that would happen. The other thing that I found happened is that if I took the webinar or someone else's masterclass, and it was something that I was really excited about, and I couldn't wait until the end of the webinar to find out how much they were charging, because I was like, ready to buy it, um, only to find out that it was, more than I really wanted to spend or that I could afford. The other option that i found happens is that I just decided to figure it out myself. Like they had given me just enough information to wet my whistle, get me excited, and then I would take what they gave me and I would figure it out myself. Now, guys, I'm gonna tell you, that's a long road. I don't want you to be deceived. That is a long road. When someone has taken the time to research, to educate themselves, to create something that creates a shortcut for the people they're selling it to, that is always the best option if it's not your wheelhouse. But if you cannot afford to take advantage of their special offer, whatever the case may be, then it's important for you to have managed expectations because Chances are, and trust me, I am dead smack in the middle of this, trying to do it the absolute right way. So this is experience. This is You're learning from my experience here for absolutely free. But what I learned is the process to create a program that has a value um, that is too big for your pocket has taken that person a tremendous amount of time, energy, effort, education resource I mean it has it's not just what you see it is just not um it is not I'm gonna think of this course and then boom the course goes up and then boom by the time you see it and it's you know fifteen hundred dollars it that didn't happen overnight trust and believe me that did not happen overnight and so when you take the option of figuring it out yourself, you need to manage your expectations that it's just going to take you a minute. It's going to take you time. You're going to have to do a lot of testing and failing. And so if you don't learn anything else from me today, when you're creating your own content, do not undervalue yourself. If you have something that you want to sell, make sure you're pricing it based on what you feel that value is. Do not Price it on what you feel people will pay because ultimately those who find what you have valuable will find a way to pay it. And if they won't find a way to pay it, then the only reason that they know they can't afford it is because they were on that webinar. They read that article. They watched that video. And so you still have the numbers in terms of the visibility and who knows That might be a person who comes back later, circles back, does your webinar again, and decides to make a purchase. Either way, they're now in your email and you can continue to foster that relationship and um, cultivate that relationship um, until they are ready to purchase. Because this game is not for the faint of heart, this entrepreneurial game. It's just not for the faint of heart. You have to be in it to win it. And so the point is, it's okay to charge what you're worth. That's basically what I'm saying to you. Do not undervalue yourself and do not price things based on what you think people want to pay, what you think they will pay. Price it on what you're worth and what you want to get from it. And the story I was telling you about earlier was, so um, like I said, I did coach a couple, I a couple of the people um, uh, as I was building my coaching business. And one of the um, speakers that was with me this past weekend, she actually told me during that period in time when I was sitting down with her, she said, I've taken these coaching courses and programs from some like a really famous influencer who does this. And she said, she paid thousands of dollars for this person's course. And she told me, she was like, Your coaching it's way more valuable than that. She was like, you have got to charge a lot of money. She's like, you could, ch- you could charge in the same four digits as this person. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm just starting out. People don't really know who I am. It's probably not a good idea. Um, and she was like, nope, I'm telling you, you could really charge a ton of money because this is fabulous. They were like, in the coaching that I have from the other person, they really didn't give me the insight. The depth is, is what she was basically saying is the depth. Like they gave you the the concept, they gave you the bullet points, but they didn't fill in the meat. And she was saying, you're filling in the meat and I get it. And I'm understanding it. She was like, this is way more valuable. And I was skeptical. I didn't want to charge. I was like, oh, you know, the people that I want to serve, they can't afford it. I want, to, I want them to be able to buy. That was not me charging my value. And when I realized that in order to coach one-on-one, when I really did it and got into it and started, you know, working with people and I got more and more clients, I realized that she was right, that the value I was providing was worth way more than I was charging. And I really needed to make some adjustments. And so we're fast forwarding to, again, you have to learn these lessons and it takes a lot of time. That was probably three years ago, three or four years ago. And she told me that. And I am just now over these like client after client after client and the time and energy and effort and experience and research that goes into each client. I recognize that there was definitely a need to make some adjustments because I was going to have to either really significantly increase my coaching one-on-one coaching prices or I was going to have to offer another model. So see, so you come to these forks in the road when you start to understand your value and that you aren't getting what you're worth from the decisions you've made previously. So you've got to understand your worth so that you don't undervalue yourself. So the funny story is the other person that I, I didn't coach this person necessarily, but we kind of worked together. Um, and we coach each other, if that makes sense. But anyway, so when I was doing my call to action on Saturday with this new technique that I learned and all this stuff that I'm giving you the benefit of, um, (laughs) this person said, Andrea, when you told everybody how much you were going to charge for this course, she said, I almost jumped out of my seat on that stage and knocked you out. (laughs) She was like, I could not believe how cheap you were giving that away. This is, again, someone who knows what I offer, has had the benefit of my content and knowledge. And she was like, I was so upset with you. I just knew you. But when I explained to her that it was the beta, and it's kind of after my webinar, I'm going to be offering this course, um, but I was actually offering it live for even less than I was offering it um, after the webinar. And she said, I almost fell out of my chair. She was like, I just want to come up there and beat you over the head with a stick. Cause I cannot believe you were giving it away for so cheap. Um, but I was like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. It's the beta. So it's all right. Which is, that's what I'm telling you guys, this behind the scenes of of getting to this point when you are on a webinar and someone is, um, offering you this special and they're showing you how much it's worth. When I tell you this, it's a lot of work that goes into this. This is, you just don't do it overnight. So by the time you get to the point on a webinar and someone's charging, you know, 500, 1500, you know, 1997 for a course, it, it was a lot that went into that. A lot of testing, a lot of rewriting, a lot of research, a lot of polling, a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes. And so by the time it gets to you at that point, it's been tested and proven. And you know, you're getting, that person knows they're giving a really quality product and they're putting the value they see uh, it having on the product. So that is the importance of, Like really not undervaluing yourself because when you're putting the work in and you're doing the research, you're learning, you're growing, you're giving people the benefit of that knowledge. Don't undercut yourself because it took you a while to get there. So don't, don't do that to yourself. All right. Now the last lesson that I learned that I want to share with you, the last tip I want to give you is people remember the last thing they see. So... Remember that when you are doing a presentation, your slide, your that last slide before you start your Q&A should be of whatever it is you're offering, all the value it has with the actual number value on it so that they can see what they're getting and then what it is you're actually going to sell it for. Because you don't want to just put the one price, oh, it's worth, you know, $2,000 But the last thing they see is one slide that says, I'm giving it to you for $29.99. Because what they'll think is what they're getting is only worth $29.99. But if they see all of the value they're getting and what that would be worth, had you decided to charge them regular price, and then you have them like next to it, that regular value price, and then you have next to it, the actual price they're going to pay. It is powerful. It is powerful. Um, so once you've overcome their objections in your presentation, on your webinar, in your video, in your blog post, and you helped your listeners face or faced, and acknowledge their bad belief systems, then you have actually sort of shown them a new way of doing things, it's time to provide them with an opportunity to get the solution. So again, you didn't teach them. You didn't, get, you didn't teach them the solution. You didn't teach them this new way of doing things to get the answer they want. What you did was you held a mirror up so that they can see these bad beliefs that they were thinking of themselves or of their problem or of their issue, their circumstance, and you've shown them a different way, how it could look different for them. And then you're going to tell them at the end that you can solve their problem by, you know, them taking advantage of this call to action. Ha, ring, ding, ding, ding. You get it? Call to action. Now you're telling, now you're asking them to do something because you've given them all this value. Now you want them to take action and that's where you're going to offer them the solution or the way to their solution. So this is where you're gonna shine. This is what's going to keep you in their minds and thinking, whether they take you up on your offer or not, they are going to be thinking about it because the last thing they saw was all that value and that little bit of money they would have to pay to get all that value. Who doesn't like a deal, right? Everybody loves a deal. Um, I mean, you're watching a commercial. I got tricked one time. Let me tell you this story real quick. I got tricked. It wasn't a trick, it was my fault. Cause I didn't know any better. I was naive. I wanted some laser hair removal. So I saw, I heard this commercial and it was like 75% off. And I was like, wow, bet that's it. So I told my husband, I'm going to go, I make this appointment, make this, um, initial consultation appointment so that I can get my laser hair removal. And I'm thinking this, I mean, you know, if it's normally like, cause I was hearing people tell me that they paid like two and $300 for laser hair removal. It's like if they're paying two and three hundred dollars, you know, then if this is seventy-five percent off, then wow, I can definitely, you know, go in and get this done. Well, when I get in there, what I learned was the regular price was four digits. And so seventy five percent off was the two to three to four hundred dollars that my friends were paying. So, you know, I was like, oh well, okay, it was a great deal. Seventy five percent off is an amazing deal, but that twenty five percent that was left over was still a little bit too big for my pocket at the moment, and so I wasn't able to take advantage of it. But that's the point: is that you know you have to show them the value. I knew it was very very valuable, and that brings your client to a crossroad. Does this value mean anything to you to the to the point that you're going to make you're going to choose the path of purchase, or are you going to kind of idle in the center until you're able to choose the path for purchase? Or are you going to choose the path of the most resistance where you have to go and figure it all out for yourself? That's really what it boils down to. And when you leave that, that value slide up or that last little call to action, that last little piece of information in your blog post or that last image they see on your YouTube video, um, when you leave that up, that's the memory that they have. And that will entice them to do uh, make make a decision ultimately. So that's kind of it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast because I have really been digging deep and learning this information, and I wanted you to have it as soon as possible. Because honestly, you know, I wish someone would have like made it plain to me like this when I was starting out four or five years ago, creating my first course because I didn't know. Um, I'll give you a little bonus too. Um, the very first thing you need to do is build your community, because you can't put a product out there and it uh, go viral and nobody even knows you're there. So that is a lesson that I wish I'd learned when I craved this first course, because it's not true. You cannot build it and they will come. You have to you have to get them to come, attract them with a bright light, and then feed them with valuable information, and then you can. Um, provide them with the solutions to their problems. That's just kind of how I've seen it work out. That's how I've seen it work out for tons of other people. Um, And so that's just a little bonus for free. You get it. You're welcome. (laughs) So my tips, again, that I want to review for you are, you're not there to teach. You are there to help them overcome objections. Don't undervalue yourself. Definitely don't undervalue yourself. And people remember the last thing they see. I want you to use this as best you can in your business so that you can continue to grow and make even better conversions, be more effective with your conversions. And as always, if you have any questions, you can email me at info at If you're not even sure what I'm talking about and you're like, what in the world? How can I get started? then for sure join me on my masterclass um, on November 21st, 12.30 to 1.30 Central Standard Time. I will have the link below for you to register. It's absolutely free. And then if you just wanna do a little bit on your own, not quite ready to dive into webinars and ask questions and all that, then you should definitely grab my um, free mini course. It's a video mini course it will come to your home into your inbox each week for 4 weeks there are a series of questions that and worksheets that will help you sort of dive a little bit deeper into how you can connect yourself to your business get a little bit more certain around your subject matter and value and then you might be ready to join us over on the webinar I think that's it for me today, guys. I hope you enjoyed me solo. Um, let me know what you'd like to hear next on the podcast. I'm in the process of planning 2020 and scheduling interviews and kind of want to know what you want. So leave me a comment. Make sure if you haven't already subscribe to PB in Style, because again, this is where you find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. And if you haven't, leave a review. I want to know what you think of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. See you next week on PB and Style. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick, and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.